Hello and welcome back to another superheroic episode of Goonies World. I am Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean, and with me, as always, is Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, friends. And we have Colin, also known as Goonie. Hello there. We're returning to Cape City with uh, the Honey Badger and Inspector Spectre. We are playing Prowlers and Paragons. So uh, just a very, very brief recap. Uh, You were attending a fundraiser at a very nice hotel on the shores of Lake Inferior when uh, kind of mayhem sort of broke out and um, there was a lot going on. there were two groups of guys running down some stairs. You, I think, for you know obvious reasons, focused on the ones that looked like supervillains um, initially. Uh, but then some gunfire started going off, and you had to deal with that. Um, and uh, at this point, you're standing in the hotel lobby, and uh, it's mostly cleared out. Um, there are some stragglers who either just got kind of trampled and are, you know, have just started kind of getting up and shaking themselves off uh, recently and, uh, um, you know, look like they're maybe kind of confused as to whether this, you know, fundraiser is even going to happen now, which uh, does not look like it is, is going to happen. Um, and, uh, of course, Terry Chernova did show up as well. Um, when you were, uh, um, sort of taking one of these uh, briefcase gun shooting briefcase boys uh, out back for uh, um, an interrogation an extra what Terra Nova at least would have considered a, an extra legal um, interrogation but he you know let you do it uh, regardless and he just kind of turned a blind eye but uh there is a sort of a um, teenage girl standing behind the desk who looks like she's recently been crying um, and uh, a couple other random sort of society you know snots the type of people that would attend a, this kind of fundraiser uh, you know because they want to be seen or whatever um are still lurking around here as well. Yeah, so we did talk with uh, Senator. Uh, yes, you did talk with Senator Daly, and uh, he told you that he was being blackmailed uh, by a guy named Richie Montoya, and that he'd agreed to um, buy these pictures off him, which he claims are uh, of some secret agent that uh, you know her identity cannot be revealed to the public for she would be compromised but I think the senator was was done uh, with you and would have dismissed you and you okay. prob- probably wandered back to the lobby I would I would think okay we need to talk to this receptionist girl and find out who the spray tan guy was who got kidnapped Yes, he might have actually been staying at this hotel, and if we can uh, search his room, we might be able to find some clues. Yeah. So I will uh, 
walk up to this crying girl behind the desk. I'm not sure if we spoke with her before. I think we might have asked her something, but uh, I will go up to her. Ma'am. There, there. Yes, uh, uh, you, you a ghost? I'm a disembodied spirit. There's a difference, but it doesn't matter. What are you crying for? Well, it's just you know, kind of dramatic to have these gunshots going off and the fights happening. I'm just, I just work here. Okay. Well, you're going to have to pull it together. You're going to have to help us out. We're superheroes. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could tell, but, but, what, what, what do you, what do you need? Well, we want to know the man that was kidnapped. We, I suspect, it was this uh, Richie. What was his name? Montoya. Yeah, Richie Montoya. Do you have any uh, information on him? Was he a guest at this hotel? Um. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, he checked in today. Uh, uh, I checked him in. Can you tell us what room he was staying in and give us a key? Um, yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was staying in room, in room 221. Here, I'll, I'll make you, I'll make you a key. You do that. And she, uh, proceeds to grab one of those, uh, you know, plastic credit card style keys and runs it through this little machine and hands it to you. Thanks. And then she just, she just starts. She, she was she was basically holding it in before um, she was not actively crying, but in hand, you know, she hands it to you, and and she just <laughs> starts, you know, kind of letting it flow again a little bit. That's all right. Let it out. All right. So uh, I guess that's where we can start. Is uh, this room? 221. All right. Well, um, that is going to be on the uh, up the right hand staircase, uh, of course. And um, you find it very easily. Um, so, uh, yeah, you approach the room. It is very easy to find. And. Um, Outside the door, which, by the way, I should mention is not there. It has been, uh, like, you know, kicked in uh, and splintered. But outside of it, um, you see three crumpled trench coats on the ground. And you can hear what sounds like sort of soft whispering coming from inside. Someone's still in there. Well, why don't you go in there and gonna... spook them? Yeah. I am a spook. I will, uh, actually take my trench coat off, <laughs> join the other trench coats, 
uh, maybe there's other ghosts in here. I don't know, but I'm going to drop mine off and then um, kind of just phase my head in a little bit, like not through the door, but actually through like a one, you know, the wall outside and uh, poke my head through just a little just so I can see on the inside. Well, you uh, phase through the, the wall. And the, the first thing you notice is that the room is trashed. Um, everything, like the the sheets are thrown all over the place. Um, clothes everywhere. Uh, the furniture, you know, chair knocked over. Um, desk has been, uh, you know, kicked kicked into the corner. Um, I think... I think Keith Moon must have stayed here. <laughs> There's a half-empty bottle of champagne uh, lying on the ground that has, you know, spilled, and you can see uh, caviar and uh, other sort of finger foods and snacks, various crackers and, and things uh, have been, you know, litter the floor next to this overturned table. And uh, but you don't see any people, and you realize that the um, sounds that you heard were actually coming from the television, which is uh, currently tuned to um, what must be some kind of adult pay-per-view thing that the hotel provides, because there are people a fucking on it, right, right, and on the TV really awkward angle that camera shot really awkward not flattering okay uh i will uh i guess i was just i must have been describing that to honey badger <laughs> well the door's I, kicked open i can see right in the room you can see too yeah um i will uh just phase all the way in then and she can walk through the door and it is it is as I described the big a big ass mess with a an overturned table kind of in the middle of the room upon which apparently was sitting at some point this sort of caviar platter and champagne but which is uh no longer uh, sitting on the table because it has been upended. Well, let's take a look around and see if we can find his like personal date book or something, you know, some papers or documents. Maybe at a meeting or he's talking to someone or we could get a lead. Or maybe even his, I don't know, his home address or whatever. Yeah. It looks, it looks like um, the way this place is trashed. I don't know if it was from the confrontation, the struggle, or if they were actually overturning stuff to to look for something. Uh, yeah, it's not entirely clear, uh, but it, 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 it looks like there may have been a bit of a brief struggle with the superheroes, or the supervillains, rather, that uh, subsequently ended poorly for Mr. Montoya and uh, the skedaddled um but you do find only one thing and um it's a torn scrap of paper 
which appears to have had three words written on it. But being torn, you, you can't tell what those words are because none of them are complete. But you can make out the letters F and R uh, in the first word, T and H for the second word, and A-S-H for the third. Fritz Ash. <laughs> yes. Uh, mystery solved. Yeah. Hmm. Is there like another pad of paper in here that maybe this got ripped off and we can do a little pencil rubbing? And just you, you can cannot find such a thing, no. At least not in this room. Okay. So uh, if I if I were to make a uh, perception or investigation role I wouldn't find anything else is this you're basically saying this is pretty much the only evidence here yes that is what I'm saying okay well rack your brain and let's think of is there any you know city landmarks or well known people or anything with fr the ash it could be from the ashtray. Maybe he's in an ashtray. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, like, how many words could start with FR? From France. France. He can. He's in France. Uh, from. Fra fra fro. If it says from the ashes, it could be a, a talking about Phoenix. Maybe. Actually, actually, go ahead. Do do go ahead and make that investigation roll, and I'm going to uh, let it. Uh, like expand sl just slightly beyond the room. Okay. Let me roll the six again. Okay. Uh, three successes. All right. So uh, you search the room uh, and, and fail to find anything else. But you, knowing that there's nothing else to find here, you step out into the hallway and notice something odd. Uh, there's a black briefcase on the ground across the hall, a couple doors down. This could be the, the briefcase uh, gun technology. Could be. Could be a. Could be a bomb. I'll approach cautiously. All right. Well, you approach the uh, the briefcase, and you note. Uh, because you're still kind of in, you know, investigation mode. You take note of the fact that it, uh, it is sitting uh, on the floor outside room 212. Yeah. Yeah, 212. It doesn't uh, seem to be ticking or making any 
noises or anything like that. In fact, it just looks like a plain black briefcase. All right. I'm going to open it. You better stand back if it blows it. <clears throat> well, fire can still hurt me, but uh, if it's like shrapnel or something, I'm fine. Well, I'm pretty armored up, but I'm going to step back anyway. Right now, does this have a combination lock on it? Yes, it does. Um, but it also has... A, uh, the co in addition to the combination, there's a key slot which could potentially be picked. Well, I'll, I'll see if it's... I mean, the, the combination could be already set. I don't know. So I'll try to open it, see if it's locked or not. Um, it is locked, yes. And it doesn't, doesn't explode or do anything strange when you start to mess with it. Well, can't you just spirit yourself into the lock mechanism and tinkle some tumblers yeah. no I don't think I can do that not exactly Maybe I, well I could try to do it I mean I could get my hands in there uh, but uh, they're kind of too thick to be manipulating pin tumblers let me try this I'm going to stick one of the claws from my fist not in the lock hole but I'm going to try to wedge it in and pop the briefcase open with a might roll if that's possible that sounds good to me we're just gonna have to do this the brute strength way just like so much else that I do and uh maybe roll a six you can keep re-rolling sixes right that's right four successes will you pop the lock right uh, right open and uh, the briefcase falls open on the floor revealing that it is completely full of cash whoa mm, yeah monies were exchanged and then left Wonder who's in this room 212. Why don't you phase in through the door and see if you can see something? Yeah, I will, uh. poke my head in. I, I bet you've been kicked out of like five hotels already. <laughs> no, I don't do that. So I'll phase yeah. in to, uh, to this room 212. Just my face, yeah. Um. Well, this room um, is empty in terms of people as well as the other. Uh, but in every other respect, it is kind of like the, the opposite. Um, there are two beds here which are immaculately made. Um, all the furniture is in the place it should be. Um, the room is, is clean. I mean, everything looks in order, but um, there is a table on the far side of the room uh, where you see a bunch of papers and stuff kind of jumbled around. Jackpot. All right, well, I will phase all the way in and uh, 
in case this door well I'll just open the door from the inside unlock it and open it yep yeah then I assume the both of you head over in the direction of this uh, this table and the uh, various papers yeah. is the most obvious thing to investigate and um, the notes are, are kind of hard to read and scribbled very hastily almost like you know like a doctor writing a prescription back in the day uh, back, back when they actually worth one paper instead of magically sending them through the ether to the pharmacy um, but there are a few things that, that stand out having been scrawled here uh, on these various little notes and pieces of hotel letterhead um, several different and seemingly unrelated foreign countries and cities Paris and Brussels and uh, Berlin um, and then the name Gary Gary and then on one of them there are the uh, one of these little scraps of paper uh, you, you, you see what appears to be Phoenix agent and on another Phoenix agenda I knew it. Phoenix. From the ashes. Yeah, that was a good guess. I've never heard of Phoenix. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> what did it say? Phoenix? What? One of them said uh, Phoenix Agent, and one of them said Phoenix Agenda. Yeah, it makes it sound like the name of an organization or something, doesn't it? Yes, it does. The senator mentioned... Uh, a secret agent woman that he was with. I didn't believe it. Uh, I thought he was just having an affair. And, uh, you know, I thought if that wasn't a lie, then I'll fuck a cat. But that he might be telling the truth. So I suppose we're going to have to turn over this money to Terra Nova. Well, that would be the, that would likely be the sort of ethical thing to do, but yeah, based on your interrogation practices, I'm not sure entirely how ethical Honey Badger and uh, Inspector Spectre are. Well, I'm willing to work outside the law to smack somebody around a little bit, especially when they're being so smug. But like I said, I'm not a cop. I don't have to follow cop rules. If I was a cop, I wouldn't do it. But I'm not a thief. I work hard for my money. So I think we definitely need to turn this in and maybe Terra Nova knows something about this Phoenix because I've never heard of him. Yeah, what did you say the other like kind of miscellaneous stuff was before you said Gary? Um, just random cities and foreign countries like France, Argentina, Berlin. Just is uh because there's like Gary like the name of a city like Indiana yeah Gary Indiana <laughs> that's true although that that is a little bit out of place in that all the other cities were in foreign countries but mm-hmm. hey you never know great centers of world culture Paris Moscow London Gary <laughs> Uh, 
I'm going to do a once over this room, you know, like look behind the shower curtain, check the closets, make sure there's not somebody still hiding in here. Yeah, you uh, do that and there is uh, there is not. Um, now, I don't know how well, I mean, you did kind of laser focus on the supervillains in the, in the last game, but uh, as they were running down the right hand staircase, there was also um, a group being chased down the left hand staircase by some crazy looking bespectacled guy waving a lamp at them. Yeah, that doesn't seem to make sense to me. Maybe it's like maybe it's a new super villain, you know, or you know, like the Illuminator or Lamp Man or something. I'm pretty lame, but yeah, you never know. Yeah. So let's think. Well, it seems to me that a lot points to this Phoenix. So I'd say our first order of business is finding out just what the heck this Phoenix is. Yeah, what I don't understand is this guy that was carried away, he said he said that uh, the senator's goons were taking him and uh, the senator hired us to get this uh, thumb drive, I guess. But if if it really was the senator's goons, then he would already have the thumb drive and he wouldn't need to hire us. Unless it was a double so, bluff. Yeah, unless it's some kind of ruse to throw us off, but doesn't matter, we'll get to the bottom of it. Well, it occurs to you um, that this is very likely the the briefcase you found is very likely the briefcase full of money but but it's just been left here um might be worth finding out uh who is staying in this room yeah that was step number we get back downstairs let's talk to a little cry face and uh see what she's got to say Hmm. um Before we do that, I want to uh, pick up my uh, trench coat. And that, damn it, now I don't know which one is mine. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to search through the, all the trench coats, see if someone left something maybe in the pockets or something. Uh, no, they didn't. And in fact, um, it seems evident that these weren't even like personally owned sort of trench coats. These were, I'm putting this on so nobody sees I'm wearing a villain costume trench coats. Okay. Well, I'm, sh- I'm assuming I can find which one is mine. Probably uh, have my, my name written in the tag or something. Yeah, you've got like, it says like Spectre. Harvey Spectre. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we can go downstairs now. So, so let's find out who is in the room and then let's see if Terra Nova has ever heard of this phoenix. Right, oh, so. uh, we'll take the briefcase. Yeah. Uh, yes, probably. Yeah, we're going to have to turn that in. Probably fingerprints on and stuff. 
All right. So you grab the briefcase and your trench coat and head back down the stairs. Um, and your first stop was going to be Terranova or Candace, the desk clerk? Well, you go talk to Candace. I'll give this money back to Terranova. Okay. All right. Well, Harvey uh, heads over to the desk where Candace is still wiping, you know, her eyes a bit. Did you find any anything? We found uh, something, maybe. A few things. Don't worry about it. But we need your help again. Okay, uh, I'm happy to help. We need to know who's staying in room 212. Oh. She says and gets this look on her face that suggests she uh, knows more than she's about to tell you. But she says, uh, the, that's the room where Dr. Montoya was staying. Dr. Montoya. Yeah. Who was I mean, sorry, Dr. Montana. Montana? Yes. Okay, so we have, we have Montoya in Montana. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me not to mix these fucking things up. They're so close. Okay. So, what do you know about this, Doctor Montana? Well, well, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really know much about him. I mean, he. he you know, f- filled out the folio like everybody does when he when he checked in. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I've been a private investigator for many years now. I can tell when someone's holding back, someone's not telling me the truth. I can detect subtle movements and facial expressions. Well, she just breaks down immediately. It starts bawling when you say that. Oh, I know. I'm, I really screwed up. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I gotta promise not to tell my manager. I don't care about your manager. I need to know the truth now. Okay, okay well, when the... When the the men came looking for Richie Montoya. I think I got, I mean, I just got confused. And, and it's, oh God. Look, here, here, I, 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 So the guys that were looking for Dr. Montana, I sent them to Richie Montoya's room. And the guys that were looking for Richie Montoya, I sent them to Dr. Montana's room. I didn't, I I was, it was busy. I didn't. Okay, so you didn't do it on purpose. 
No, it's just their names, you know, and their room numbers 221 and 212, Montana, Montoya. We're busy. Here's a fundraiser. The senator's here. It's just stressful. I see. It was an honest mix-up. Yeah, exactly. Look, I've got their addresses, their billing addresses and stuff, if that'll help. That will help. Well, she prints out their, uh, their folios, uh, which include their addresses, at least the addresses they provided to the hotel. And uh, hands, them, hands them to you, yeah. Okay. And, uh, are you on drugs? Uh, just smoke a little pot. Just smoke a little pot, do you? Just a little to take the edge off. Just a little because... Oh my god, I was going to say something horrible, and I stopped myself, and I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I were you, I'd lay off the pot. So maybe you won't be so confused next time. I'm not high right now. I don't come to work high. I just play video games. Oh. Yeah, video games are just as dangerous. <laughs> gateway drug. Whatever you Next say. Next thing you know, you're gonna be fucking cats. Okay, boomer. <laughs> it's like the second time you've mentioned fucking cats. The third, he mentioned it in the first yeah, episode as well. There's something we don't know about Inspector Spectre. <laughs> It's just an expression. Yeah, this is a common expression. We've all heard that, right? Go fuck a cat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the title of this episode. <laughs> Go fuck, Go fuck a cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Apple Podcasts would accept that title. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, you have learned much, uh, Inspector Spectre. Uh, there has apparently been some kind of mix-up, and the superheroes got the guy the senator was trying to pay off and the senator's guys apparently got chased out uh, away by um, uh, Dr. Montana but you now have uh, some potentially useful information in the form of their Addresses, and I believe uh, Honey Badger was taking the briefcase to Terry Terranova. Yeah, hey detective. Hey, what's this right? What, what you got there? Well, we found a briefcase full of money up by room two twelve, or was it two twenty one? Anyway, uh, we thought we better hand it over. Could be fingerprints on it. You have any idea what this was? What this was? Uh... This is doing yeah, up there. but I can't tell you. Well, all right, I'll take it into evidence. Yeah. When this is all over, I'll be more forthcoming. All right. All right, hey, listen. You ever heard of a group called Phoenix? Does that ring any bells? Some kind of organization, some kind of agency? Phoenix? That come across your desk? Phoenix? I mean, Arizona? Probably not. No, I don't know of any uh, 
organizations that like a, ne- like a nefarious organization. No, I don't think so. Doesn't uh, not 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 in my head anymore. I, or anyway, I can uh, I can uh, you know search around in the databases. Yeah, do that. Search around in the databases. Maybe we'll touch base with you tomorrow. All right, I'm gonna go back and check with my partner and see what's up. We'll, we'll right. keep you in the loop, Terra Nova. Thanks, Honey Badger. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, what'd you find out, Inspector? Yeah. So, what we have here is a classic mix-em-up. We got we got a, a name mix-up. So it looks like uh, the desk clerk fudged up, and uh, it looks like uh, the guys that were after Montoya were sent next door to a guy named Dr. Montana, and vice versa. Wait a minute, you mean there's a Montoya and a Montana? Yes. the. The money outside of room 212. Uh, 212 was where Dr. Montana was staying. Okay. So you think that the supervillains nabbed the wrong guy? Yes, precisely. All right, what's in that folder you got there? We got the addresses of both Montana and Montoya. Well, what are we waiting for then? Can you can you can you ride on the back of a bike, or will you just like float off? No, I can ride. All right. Well, if you can punch someone, you should be able to hold me around my waist. Don't get frisky, Mister. No. I'll. I'll just be yeah. Well, Terranova hasn't heard of Phoenix, but uh, he's gonna run into the databases. Might want to check back with them tomorrow. But yeah, let's hit these addresses. Is there, are these Cape City addresses? They are both Cape City oh, addresses. Okay. Wow. Well, which one of them looks closer? Um, closer uh, is an address nearby uh, to downtown, just off Spook Street. And that is uh, where Richie Montoya is supposedly staying or did stay lived lives okay so and then and this montoya he's a spray tan guy right inspector and then montana is a lamp man do i have that right yes right yes i think so we still have to find this uh thumb drive for this senator Well, there's lots of places a person could hide a thumb drive on their body or in it. Perhaps. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's go back out to the street. I got my uh, my bike parked across the street. It's a Schwinn. No, I'm joking. It's a Harley. Compatible. It's Harley compatible. All right. So uh, with a. Uh a translucent glowing specter on the back of Honey Badger's bike. Uh, you speed off in the direction of uh, Mr. Richie Montoya's condo, which is on the 14th floor of a uh, high-rise condo building. 
here in downtown and uh, you arrive there and uh, proceed to take the elevator up to the 14th floor in, in search of uh, unit 1403 which is where Mr. Montoya lives what what unit do you say? 1403 why don't you phase in there and then unlock the door for me yep you're gonna get another free peep show I'm gonna take off my uh, trench coat and I'm gonna phase my face in um yeah you uh phase your face in and see kind of like a little entryway um the lights are all off as far as you can tell um you don't hear anything doesn't appear that anybody's here okay i'll go all the way in and uh go back to the door and unlock it all right let's take a look around let me hit the light switch hey wait you know what i actually do you might not know this, Inspector. I've got, like, night vision in this helmet, but we both need to see, so I'll hit the light switch. You know, you uh, switch on the lights and um, search around the uh, this condo for a while. It's very nice, uh, well-decorated, single-bedroom, um, sort of a, you know, young, hip, bachelor pad type place um but there's you can't you spend uh, you know a good hour and it's not it's not a large uh, condo by any means it's you know it's a small sort of one bedroom and you are unable to find anything that appears like it will be of any use um damn it clothes you know uh shoes Grooming products, but I mean, yeah, you know, just normal hey, stuff. Inspector, I think this leopard print underwear might fit you. Cover that blur you've got going on down there in the crotch region. Yeah, not really my style. This guy is tacky as hell. Yeah, tacky. Well, maybe we need to hit the other address then. Not a lot going on here. Damn it. Can't believe there's nothing. So, um... So there's, like, no, uh... Is there any mail lying around with any... Anything... Any, like, bank bank statements or, uh... Anything like that? Um... You don't find any bank statements. I mean, there's, like, some utility bills and stuff, but I don't think that would be particularly useful. Up, maybe he uh, had a bank where he's stashing, well, like a safety deposit or something. But uh, I can't find anything. Yeah, I can't either. I can't either. So, what do you say we head up this other address? Yeah. All right. Well, it takes you. Uh a while uh, to get all the way out to Kuchua Hills um, where Dr. Montana apparently lives in a large 
suburban style uh, house, you know, on a cul-de-sac. I grew up in this neighborhood, you know. It's a lot different than the gutter. Yeah. Agatha District. Yes, it is. And uh, it appears that uh, somebody's home lights are on anyway. Well, what do you say you go haunt that place? Mm -hmm. I'll wait by the front door. If I hear anything untoward happening, I'll uh, burst in. All right, so, yeah, I will uh, do the same thing and kind of find a good spot to poke my face through. Well, okay, so you approach the 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 house and um lights are on and of course you know it's evening and it's dark out at this point um and there's a light on in what appears to be a living room and you can see you know like the flashing lights of uh a television so it looks like somebody's probably watching tv in there um and that is not you don't think that will be visible from the front door so you could probably it depends on what you're trying to do right if you're trying to be stealthy and not be seen i think the front door would probably be the place to to go um, if you want to be seen <laughs> um then just right in the living room would might maybe be the place to go well i don't want to be seen at first uh because i just gonna i want to make sure i get a sense of what's going on and who's in this house so I will poke my head in I guess through the door first okay well um, yeah this is a kind of a foyer area um, there's some stairs uh, kind of spiraling up uh, on the left side and uh, the living room you could tell be over on the right and you believe the kitchen will be straight ahead with the dining room kind of behind the living room and do I see any uh, alarms set or anything like next to the door or you know in the entryway? There is a panel, uh, but it is it says it is disarmed. All right, I will just kind of well, I'll just step in and uh, unlock the door. Okay. And uh, before I go out or alert uh, Honey Badger. I'm just gonna kind of creep forward and try to... Do I hear the TV or anything? Yes, yes you do. So I'll go towards that direction just to see uh, who I can see. Alright. Um, well, you creep through the foyer and um, you can as we've established here the television it is um a local cape city news broadcast and you poke your head kind of around the corner into the living room and i'm going to give someone a roll here now i do have um stealth actually okay 4d stealth if i need to use that uh yeah if you want to go ahead uh, and i will uh 
you subtract whatever your successes are from their perception successes. Okay, well, that's a shitty fucking roll. I got one success. No, I'm sorry. I rolled. I didn't see that. With a <laughs> two successes. I got a, a four and a two. Two fives, so two successes. Well, this person rolled one, uh, so for a net of negative one, does not notice you, and you see a woman, um, another woman, <laughs> I should say, who appears to have likely recently been crying, um, sitting on uh, kind of a lazy boy chair, watching TV, um, and she's facing your direction, but she's so f- fixated on the TV that she doesn't notice you kind of poke your head around. Um, does she, she wearing a wedding ring? Yes. Okay, so I'm, I mean, not that that tells me that much, but I'm assuming that this might be the wife. And, uh, I'm going to walk back out to the front door, open it, quietly as I can and and wave Honey Badger in and, and tell her what I saw. I'll follow him in and uh, go into the for- the foyer. And, uh... All right. So you guys uh, kind of quietly I'm not going to make a roll for it. I mean, she's, you know, distracted by the TV but uh, are now standing in the foyer. Yeah, let's not scare her. Let's just let her know someone's here. Hello, hello. I'll knock on the wall. Uh, well, she's clearly startled, but she doesn't scream. But she does get up and say, "Richard," and and she runs around the corner and sees you two, and then she does scream. Calm down, and says, "Who who are you?" Don't worry, we're superheroes. We just want to ask some questions, that's all. We're not here to harm you, ma'am. Oh, goodness, is it about Richard? Yeah. Well, what... Why don't you tell us about Richard? Well, come in, come in, come in. I've just been watching the news. He never came home from work. I... I, I just... Just in case there was going to be something... Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, he works for Bain, so it's just... You never really know. Works for Bane Industries. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it could be. Uh, but, but, it could be. A, but if you have any news, they're a sinister bunch over at Bane Industries. I know that much. Well, yes, we superheroes know it. The guy thinks he's above the law. You're talking about Brendan Bane, the industrialist. <laughs> yes, Brendan Bane. He gets away with. Everything because he's super rich. Yeah, makes me sick. Tell you what, let me go make the lady a cup of tea in the kitchen and you talk to her. We'll help you calm down, sister. You take a little sugar in your tea? Uh, sure, please. Thank you. All right, ma'am. So you're saying your husband is Dr. Richard Montana? Yes. Okay. So not only are their names similar, they've got the same first names. Don't worry about that, ma'am. Uh, 
We're here to investigate uh, your husband's disappearance. Oh no, he's disappeared. Well, maybe. I mean, we don't know where he's at. We know another man was kidnapped. Someone by the name of Richie Montoya. Very similar name. Mm, very strange, very strange. But there appears to be no one in your husband's apartment or your husband's hotel room. He was, why would he, why would he be staying in a hotel? Uh-oh, I say as I bring the tea back in. Yeah. Well, if we were going to ask you that, what would he be doing staying in a hotel? Hey, have you ever heard of something called Phoenix? Phoenix? No, I, uh, I don't think so. All right. Hmm. Well, there might be some secrets your husband had. Yeah. It might be work-related, or they might be affair-related. Well, I... I'm sorry to say. Yeah, there's no reason to jump to your, that conclusion. Did your... Does your husband have an affinity for cats? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just going to say, well, I know he fucks cats, but... <laughs> <laughs> Does your husband have a study or a home office or a laptop or anything like that we could take a look at? Um, I mean, yes, you're, you're free to, uh, to, to, to look around wherever you want. Uh, his... His office is over that way, or, or whatever. I mean, you, but yeah, I mean, we don't have to roleplay it all out because it's getting. I, I would like to get a little further before we have to call it up, and it's getting close. But yeah, there you don't find anything particularly useful in the house. But mm, I'll make you think of it. Mm, uh, so, uh, how long? How long has it been since you've heard from your husband? Well, he, since he left for work this morning, he just never came home. Tell you what, you keep talking to the lady. I'm going to go have a look around outside. Maybe check the garage, the bushes, the vicinity. Maybe. Okay. nothing in here. Maybe we can find something outside. All right, ma'am. Uh, so, uh... I forgot what I was going to say. Well, do you, have, do you have any information about where Richard might be? Yes, your your husband appeared to it, it, attend a uh, fundraising at a hotel. Well, he didn't tell me anything about that. Yeah, it was for something called Hoop. Heroes on our payroll. Oh, yes, yes, the heroes thing, yes. I, I did hear about that, but... Richard never said anything to me about going. How odd. I mean, he, he always comes home. He's always home right at 5.30 every, every evening. What kind of doctor was your husband? What, what uh, area of expertise did he, was he have? He was a proctologist. <laughs> he was a cat proctologist. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so he's a, a research scientist. Mm-hmm. And you don't know anything about what he was researching? 
Well, I mean, I don't understand his work. I, I'm not a a scientist, technically. I'm just a psychiatrist. I see. Hmm. And, uh, you say he was working at Bain Industries. Yes, yes, that's right. For the last hmm. 20 years, he's worked there. You might have to ask them some questions. Well, I'll, uh, I'll look around outside and see if I can find anything. I'll check the garage and the, and the exterior. Um, you do find uh, one car parked in the two-car garage, um, which you assume is likely his wife's. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anything of note uh, outside or in the garage, really. Okay. What kind of car did your husband drive? A BMW 3 Series? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I didn't find I, I didn't think? find anything outside. But you say he worked at Bain. Maybe we ought to pay a little yeah. visit to his office there. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that that might be best. Um, are you sure you don't have any any information? You say he was staying in a hotel? Yes, he had a room. But we found nothing important inside. Well, actually, did we... That was the room that we did find the uh, the Phoenix stuff, right? Yes, the Phoenix stuff, the location stuff, and the Gary. You know someone named Gary? Oh, Gary. Yes. Yes. Um, is it uh, Gary? Gary Arneson. He's he's a dear friend of, of Richard's. He owns a local game store called the Dragon's Den here in Kuchua Hills. A game store? Like, what are you, video games? Oh, no, no, no. Gary's, uh, Gary's into those, you know, games like Battle Mallet and, and Druids of Dragondale. So he's a nerd, that's what you're telling us. Well, I suppose you could say that, yes. Well, that's all right. Nerds make the best kissers. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, we could, uh, of course, uh, I don't know if that place would still be open this late, but I say we've got two leads. We could talk to Gary, and we can uh, see what we can find out from Bane, see what he was working on. Not like I expect a lot of cooperation out of Bane, though, and I also don't think infiltrating... Bane Industries or Bane Tower would be all that easy, but I've always kind of wanted to do it because I know that Bane is up to something. Whether it's related to this, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, we should start with this uh, gaming store with this Gary Arneson fellow. That's a place we can infiltrate. And you can pretend to be a nerd if we need to um, I couldn't even if I tried 
I played rugby, okay? Just wear a... a, a Buck Goodsense cert, uh, shirt with a low... Uh, I don't, you know, I don't cleavage. have a Buck Goodsense shirt. The only thing I have is a Dweek Stevens tank top I wear to bed. <laughs> and I have a stuffed Fleur well, doll. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but yeah, I think we hit the game store. But I gotta warn you, there's gonna be a lot of B.O. in there, just so you know. <laughs> Alright, noted. Well, ma'am, we're, we'll let you know if we find anything out. And uh, here's my card. Call this call this numbers one eight hundred Honey Badger. Call that if you uh, think of anything. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, and, and good luck. Well, thank you. We'll find your husband. Don't worry. So your next stop sounded like it was going to be the Dragon's Den. Eh? Yeah, just Gary. Gary Arneson character. All right. So you, uh, and it's not, it's not that far. Uh, most of your desk, most of your dragon. destination shopping can be found here in Kuchua Hills. Oh yes. And, um, you, uh, it's a, it's a pretty good size store. Um, and as soon as you walk in the door, you see several tables um, where people are playing, you know, various card games. There's a battle mallet uh, game going on. There seems to be some kind of um, tragic uh, uh, tournament, like a small tragic tournament going on. There's, uh, um, but anyway, so you you guys walk in the door and. Um, like all eyes. I mean, you're in super fucking hero costumes. You just walked into a goddamn <laughs> game and comic book store, right? So, you know, eyes, wide eyes, um, turn, you know, on every head in your direction. And somebody says, Whoa, that's Honey Badger. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you see a, a, an older guy standing behind the counter. <coughs> And he looks over and he, he says, now don't stare, kids. Don't stare. Uh, greetings. Welcome to the Dragon's Den. Uh, I'm Gary, the proprietor here. Uh, anything I can help you find, uh, i got to warn you. I'm fresh out of prowlers and paragons. Can't keep that thing in stock. Flying off the shelves. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I can't imagine what that means. But yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of a, a big... A, you know, stocky guy. He's got long gray hair and a ponytail, like a neatly trimmed gray beard. Is he wearing like a loud flower print shirt? Because I bet he is. Uh, he, uh, uh, of course yeah. he is. Gary, we got a problem. Your friend, Dr. Montana, he's gone missing. He's oh. gone missing. His wife's at home crying. You got a. Richard's. Yeah, you got a back room we could talk in in case you start crying. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, come to the office. Uh, we can talk about this. And he leads you uh, back into a small office where he's got, like, you know, a computer set up uh, on a desk. 
Um, and he sits, sits behind the desk at the computer and uh, kind of puts his chin in his hand and says, so uh, you say Richard's missing. You don't know anything about it? Well, no, I I don't. I, um, I gosh, I haven't seen Richard probably in a, about since last week. I think he came in to uh, pick up some druids of Dragontail uh, expansion. Of course, the expansion. You, you yeah. got any uh, idea why you'd have your name written down along with several uh, big cities, you know, high-class places, international Huh. That's really odd. No. Um, I can't say that I do. That's kind of strange, though. Mm. The name Phoenix mean anything to you? Phoenix. No, it doesn't. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I mean, other than Arizona. Yeah, your name was right next to the word phoenix agent phoenix agenda but you don't know you're a phoenix agent gary uh i don't know what that is that's just what a phoenix agent would say yeah maybe it's uh something like a druid of dragondale Why don't you spill the beans? Tell us everything you know. I know that second edition Warhammer is my favorite system. He's speaking of code. <laughs> he is an agent. I meant Battle Mallet. Oh, Battle Mallet, yeah. All right, Gary, if that is your name. Would you like to Maybe. see my identification? Yeah. Let's, let's have a look. He shows you this is driver's license. You gave us the wrong one. This says Morden Kynan. This is a con this is a convention <laughs> pass. Let me see your driver's license. Okay, yeah. He it checks out. Yeah, um I don't trust this guy. It's got to be a connection. Yeah, there's a reason he had your name written down, Gary. Search your mind. You can't think of anything. I mean, we've been best friends for a really long time, but do you know why? Do you know uh, why Doctor Montana would have uh, stayed in a hotel tonight at the Regency? And he kind of aha uh -huh. looks a little hesitant and uh, lowers his voice actually and says, "Well, you know, I don't want to sound all conspiratorial on you, but." He does work for Bane, you know. And they were aware of that. All kinds of crazy stuff in there. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be just like, you know, 
paranoid about it, but I know that, you know, Richard's occasionally working on sensitive or possibly dangerous types of things. Do you know what kind of dangerous or sensitive things he was working on recently? I don't ask about that kind of stuff. I mean, I wouldn't really understand it anyway. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm a gamer, not a chemist. All right, Gary. Besides, I'm pretty sure he's under an NDA. Yeah, yeah, probably so. You think this, uh, you think Bane was, uh, under contract with the government or are they doing their own top secret stuff? Well, I mean, Bane, I'm sure, has several contracts with the government, um, but that's not all they do. There's only one way to find out, you know. Yeah, but it's not going to be no, easy. it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a challenge. Do you know any uh, of his co-workers, perhaps? Maybe we could... Uh, get in through them steal some badges or something uh actually um I do know several of his co-workers um uh I don't know if they would want to do it tonight but I can call them and see if they want to meet you guys well, I think I prefer to just pay him a visit, whether they want to go ahead with this or not. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue the rest of our conversation in private. It's best that you don't know certain things, Gary. That works for me. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm in a position where the less I know, perhaps the better for me. I think you're right. All right, Gary, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Do you want an autograph or something? Yeah, could I get one? Could I get one? He says and like pushes like a, a tablet of paper at you. No, you can't. We're just cosplayers. That's all. <laughs> Forget I ever mentioned it. <laughs> Maybe if you're a good boy, we'll come back. Maybe you can... Uh, teach us how to play your little silly games well I can tell you that the, the kids out there would love to play with either of either or both of you well maybe we'll get maybe we'll get them let them get some selfies with us on the way out it's good for the PR all right so uh, you guys stopping I assume for you know a couple selfies with your huge fans um, on the way out. Uh, I'm guessing you're heading in the direction of Bane. Yeah, you know, I can't get in there, but you can. You might be able to disable some security to get me in. I don't know. Well, were we going to check out the... Did he give us the information for the co-worker guy? Or, or? Well, he offered to... Uh, he said he knew a couple of them and offered to call them and see if they wanted to meet you. Uh, but... 
that seemed to be declined, so I just assumed you weren't going to do that. Oh, uh, well, I thought I was <clears throat> just going to, uh, not like, you know, just have him tell us instead of asking them if they want, just give us, uh, their addresses and then we'd show up. Uh, that was my plan. You're just going to get them fired. There's a breach with their security clearance. Uh, if we're able to solve this mystery, uh, maybe it's just uh, for the better. I don't know. Well, I got an idea. Maybe I can make some calls to see if there's some back way into Bane. But for now, I, I know you can get in. Oh, yeah, I can get in. I think that's what that cat said. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, it uh, it's getting a little uh, <clears throat> long in the episode, so I think we should reserve uh, our adventures in the direction of Bane for the next episode. Well, then we'll get on my Harley compatible and ride off into the night back towards downtown. Back towards downtown. Thank you.